Do you want to learn how to become a millionaire? Are you committed to having financial freedom? To learn the secrets to building and managing a million dollar business, whatever it takes? Because today the opportunities are greater than ever to achieve your goals. Welcome to How to Be a Millionaire. In this show, we are on a mission to educate and empower a thousand new millionaires over the next 10 years through our nonprofit foundation at millionairestraining.org and through our fast track implementation programs at millionairesacademy.com. I'm your host, Sydney O'Sullivan. Some call me the millionaire's mentor because I've been building million dollar businesses for over 20 years. And in this show, I interview other millionaires in my network and get them sharing their best advice to create your big vision, discover your life purpose and legacy, build your dream team, develop a millionaire mindset, scale your business, invest for success, and manage and share your wealth and prosperity over the long term. I hope you enjoy the show. In group mentoring programs for the last five years or so, mm-hmm. where I was one of the key mentors. I would do the book, somebody else would do mm-hmm. the, help with the business coaching, for instance, somebody else might help with the mindset coaching. Mm-hmm. And I would, I worked with hundreds of people at the best of intentions, invested heavily. And I kept seeing but there was only like that 10% of people that could like just whiz through and get the results that were after. And it was really frustrating me. And I was like, what's the problem here? What is, why are all these people getting caught up and overwhelmed and getting left? That's right. And I started to realize like you did earlier on, but it's taken me a little bit longer than you. I started to realize that the, uh, they were be, they, there just wasn't enough one-on-one support in a lot of these programs. Mm-hmm. There's just do what worked for me and then do what worked for me and then do what worked for my top performers, right? And it should all work out, right? But, um, but everybody's different. They have different skill sets, different personalities. And I've just come to the conclusion that for, for my clients anyway, who are, everybody, everybody's a little bit bespoke because they have different outcomes that they mm-hmm. want, you know, different life right. goals, that we, we, they really do need that one-on-one support eh, to, to be able to get some really awesome. But- let me just say this. I agree with everything you just said, but here's the problem. That? That's awesome if you found a way around it. Okay, well, yeah. But that's my point. See, so if you're getting one-on-one help from an unconscious person, and I don't mean that meanly, I mean that the person who's a natural at success, here's what they will say to you. Just do it. What's your problem? Come on, I did it. Just do it. And yeah. the person is sitting there going, no shit. Yes, I know it. I know what you're saying, but why is this not getting in there? Just like Susan, she was, she's smart, motivated, talented, just like everybody, you know, everybody who comes to me, comes to you, you know, they want it. And, and, the, and the natural, again, the natural, they listen to me, what I'm about to say, everybody write this down. They've never held themselves back from success. So I want you to get this. How can someone who's never held themselves back teach you how to stop holding yourself back from success. How can someone who's never held themselves back from success teach you how to stop holding yourself back from success? It doesn't make any sense, does it? So they're naturals. Again, notice I'm not putting them down. I'm saying, well, great for them. How about the rest of us? How about the 98% who are holding yourself, who do have head trash? By the way, head trash, just so you know, and this is a hugely important point, Head trash is a voice in your head that says, I can't do it because. Well, that sounds great, Mr. Guru, but I can't do it because. 
dot, dot, dot. And then you just fill in the blank. So the gurus up there teaching, hey man, hey man, hey man. And every 98% of your audience is going, but I can't do that. And so if the guru, because the guru didn't really have that problem. The guru never said themselves, I can't do it. They're like, well, of course I can do it. Let's just go do it. That's only 2% of humans. So mathematically speaking, you're gonna get more people who are sitting there going, I can't do it. So you see, I, me, Noah, Noah St. John, the guy that figured all this out, that is the nerdiest nerd in the industry, was the guy sitting there going, I can't do it because. So I had to reverse engineer what the naturals do that they can never teach. I don't know if any of this is making any sense, but I hope it is, because <laughs> this is like everything. <laughs> I'm awesome. Yeah, you were like, but I, I get that whole thing of like, um, I have worked with people like that and they go, well, just like, you know, stop procrastinating. Or right, like, that's a perfect example, right. They're like, they don't, they don't understand what's holding you back. Because they they've never done it. Because they are so consciously, unconsciously competent. Competent, they, right. They just think that there's something wrong with you or you're making excuses, right? Well, compared to them, there is something wrong with the rest of us. Sorry <laughs> that we're human, right? We're, we're not androids over here, beep, beep, content. But even, Thanks, androids, buddy. even androids, it's garbage in, garbage out, right? So like, even if you had a robot, if you don't program it properly, right, that's right. it's, you're still going to get the wrong results. That's right? right. You got it. I know, but my point is they sometimes seem like, uh, I, I was hanging out with a particular guru who we all know I won't name. And I literally said to him at one point, are you a cyborg? How do you do this? I mean, you're like, you're just like a, remember in Terminator too, you know, the, the, the cyborg? I was like, what are you? You're not human, you know? And great for him. I mean, he's, he's an awesome guy, but it's not helping. It doesn't help me, an average Joe, you know, or average Jane, you know? So that's what I do. I'm building the bridge, you know? I talk to a lot of people in the, you know, that work with a lot of these gurus and we, we all know that a lot of them might be really in, exceptional in like making money, for instance. Yes. But then they have like really dysfunctional marriages or dysfunctional children or, you know, cause it's, it's not easy to get all of that right in all areas of your life. Right? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. And you know, like I said, and I say this a million times, I'm not putting down the gurus. Great for them. I mean, yay for them and we can all applaud them, but they're not helping. They're not helping the rest of us. My job is to build the bridge. That's what a lot of people have said about my work is my work is the bridge between those guys that are unconscious and the rest of us. So my job is to help the 98%. The 2% don't need my help. <laughs> you know, cause someone would look at my work, a guru would go, why are you telling them this stuff? Don't they know it? I'm like, no, that's why we're not all there. You know, so hello. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. And, so, and my 98% are pretty happy. Let's just say they're pretty happy that I do do it. So so to go back a little bit to uh, your experience, um, uh -huh. and maybe you can give us some teasers about your 11-step system in the process. So sure. some insights into how we can take what's worked for you and put it into our lives and then fall in love with the system and then maybe want your help to execute it, right? So, um, so you, why did you decide to write books? Was that just something that people had told you you needed to do or what got you into the book side of, side of it? I love that you asked that question, Sydney. And um, so for me personally, I being a nerd, right? Nerd, nerdy as nerd. Um, I, I just always love books. So when I remember one of my first, my very first memories, one of my very earliest memories is being in nursery school or kindergarten. I'm not sure it was. 
and taking those blocks of letters. I don't know if some people aren't probably or, or too young to remember, but we used to have blocks of letters, actual, you know, blocks of A, B, C, you know, and you learn your alphabet, right? I remember taking those little blocks and like just putting them together like this and making huge words out of them. I mean, they were nonsense words like every, you know, but I just like, I love words. I just always love words. And according to my mother, who is a teacher, she's a former teacher, retired now, of course, but um, that I was reading before I was two years old. So I just always loved, loved, loved books. So I basically grew up in the library, you know, uh, and so I always loved books. So when I had the discovery, those two discoveries in 1997 that I you know, mentioned, um, I instantly knew I had to write a book because and, and ironically, and I don't share this very often, but um, at the time that I had my discovery, I was actually already working on a book. And I, it was going to be a book about um, spiritual principles of leadership. Okay, that was sort of the working title, Spirit because I was uh, very consciously following in the footsteps of Dr. Stephen Covey, who was my, um, I guess you could say, unofficial mentor. I did get a chance to actually interview Dr. Covey before he sadly passed away a few years ago, but uh, he was a huge, the biggest influence on me personally was Dr. Covey was Seven Habits of Five Effective People. If those of you who haven't read that book, you definitely need to read it. It's definitely a life change. It certainly was for me. So anyway, so he, I was trying to follow in his footsteps. And remember, this was really pre-internet stuff. So long, long time ago. My point is, I was working on this book called Spiritual Principles of Leadership. And I had been working on the outline. Get this, the outline for six months. So I was just trying to figure out my thoughts. I couldn't get anything right. It was just all sort of a jumble. I'm like, this, this is not very good. This that is actually the hardest part. I find that once I help my clients get that outline done, everything else just falls into place. Well, but what happened was once I had that discovery, October 20th, 1997, I wrote my very first book called Permission to Succeed. I wrote the book in two weeks. So once I was turned on, everything just fell into place. So my point for you, for everyone watching, you know, what this means for you is, you know, when you find your message, sometimes things really fall into place quickly. And what actually happened was, uh, a, a mutual friend of ours, Sydney, uh, Mr. Jack Canfield, who we both know and love, was actually the person who recommended my work. I had self-published the book way back then in 1998, self-published, which was probably the ugliest book you've ever seen. Because when I say self-published, I put it on my printer and put a piece of tape on it. That's what self-publishing was at that time for me anyway, because I didn't have any money. I was totally broke. Anyway, he saw my self-published work. Jack did. I met him at a, an award ceremony. He loved it sent my work to the chicken soup people, the chicken soup for the soul people. And he said to the chicken soup people, Jack did, you need to publish Noah's book because this is going to change millions of lives. So Jack has been a huge influence on me and of course, so many others. I mean, but, Jack, Jack is the one who mentored me to get started in the mm -hmm. early, early days, Jack and Mark Rickdanson. Absolutely. So um, anyway, so that's my Jack story. And he's he's been a dear friend and mentor. Okay. So you wrote this book, you self-published it. Somehow, because, because you were putting yourself out there, you managed to get into the hands of Jack Campfield. Like what Mark Victor Hansen did for me, they were like, hey, come to my events, come and learn, let me help you, right? Because that's the kind of guys they were. And I was excited to know, and you probably did, because you're, you're, you know, you figured the stuff out a little earlier than me, but I was hanging out with those guys, like, I don't know, 15 years ago, and they were introducing me to the most amazing people, Brian Tracy, uh, Barbara DeAngelis, Brendan Burchard, all these incredible guys that were, you know, like together in these events. I wish I'd have understood the power of that heart-centered network at that time, you know, 
Um, so tell us what happened once you got your book. So then the chicken soup, uh, did the publishers help you with your getting your books out to the more, more general public? Did you then get a publishing deal or? Yeah, that, well, that was my first publishing deal. So, so Jack sent my self-published book, which was entitled Permission to Succeed. And it's still is called that, as you can see. So um, I got a call eight weeks later from the president of HCI at that time. And he said, we, you know, we'd like to publish your book. And I said, okay. <laughs> so it was pretty amazing. And so then what did you do? I'd like to know, like I'm always trying to encourage authors to right. do more with their books. So what did you then do to start building your business? Right. So oh, here's, here, they just, yeah. Absolutely. So here's what I want people to realize is that the publisher's job now, please remember, I've been doing this a very, very long time. So things have changed a lot. I mean, a lot uh, since I've been in this industry. Um, so, you know, uh, people like Jack and Mark are, are certainly some of the trailblazers ahead of, of me. And then I'm sort of like um, after them. And then there's well, people they, come after me. They sold half a billion books. I think they're ahead of most of us. I don't yeah, think yeah, they're doing, doing okay. Uh, so, but anyway, um, what I want people to realize is that the publisher's job is to publish your book. Your job is to market it. Okay, they have they're they have lots and lots and lots of titles every year, and I've published with some of the biggest publishers on this planet, and you know some of them have uh, titles, uh, you know they have anywhere from a hundred to three hundred titles a year. They just don't have the 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 people the the manpower to have every book you know to do it. They just can't. So it's your job as the author to do the marketing. Okay, and you know the publisher will support you as much as they can, but you know, they don't have an infinite budget. They don't have an infinite staff. Wouldn't we all like that, right? Wouldn't we all like to have 50 people promoting our stuff, right? But that's usually not the way it is. But my point is, so what I learned way back then, you know, to your question, what I learned way back then was what I just said. Now, I didn't know that at the time. Here's how I thought it worked. Week one, my book is published. Week two, I'm on Oprah. And week three, I'm a millionaire. That's how I thought it happened. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, didn't exactly happen that way, gosh darn it. But, you know, so I realized, oh, shoot, it's all up to me. So it's, for me, has been a, a very, very, you know, long and, and difficult and very, very expensive learning process, frankly, because, you know, there's lots of people out there that will take your money and say, hey, yeah, I'll do this for you. Great, here's all my money. You going to do it? Well, nah, not really. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, there are a lot of, uh, how can I put this nicely, lying sociopaths out there. Hi, this is Sydney, and thanks for listening to the show today. If you liked today's episode, please let us know. Hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on our new episodes. Leave us a comment or review. We love all of your feedback. Share the show with your friends, and most importantly, come introduce yourself at our free online community at millionairestraining.org.